Welcome to the DNA Show. DNA? Dude, are we doing a science show? No, D is for Dennis. Oh, A is for Andy. And N is for and? Oh, man, nerds. Because we're nerds, dude. Yeah. Well, good. Then we can talk about comics and movies and pop culture and sports. Sports. Sports and nerds. Yeah, we're going to make that work. All right. Let's roll. All right. Where is it? Where's 22, Dennis? Today's December 22nd. I don't know. I've not seen it. Oh, I got it right here. There it is. Yeah. Oh, fist of pure. Oh, hey. Well, hello. Thank you for joining us on this festive Tuesday before Christmas. Woo! Our live show before Christmas break. The Dennis and Andy show. I'm Andy. I'm Dennis. Welcome again. And this is my my big, big, huge, look at that, Marvel Advent calendar. Oh, yeah. Every day is a new little book for our happiness. And today on the 22nd, it's Fists of Fury starring Miss Marvel. Nice little short stories, short tales. She's teaming up with Thor. Mm, good times. I'm gonna. Re- you know what? I might have to have Helen read that to me as a bedtime story. Yeah, she could if she tucks you in. She can tuck me in. It's kind of difficult though because she'll be tucked in. She she might just have to get out of bed, tuck me in, and then walk around to her side and tuck yep. herself in. Yeah. And, and do it that way. Well, so, you guess what? We're gonna start the show off with Andy. Okay. Pain and suffering. Well, for some pain. Pain and suffering is well, what we're starting off with. <laughs> sounds like we're talking fantasy football to kick us off as usual. Yeah, we are. And last week, so as we all know, Dennis got nothing this past week because he was in 10th place, so didn't even make it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah I'm just, I, I, I've saved everything up so I get first pick next season and That's I right. can run the table. You're going like the Jets until the Jets won a game and blew their first round pick. I won two this year, so the Jets I have know. to catch me. I know. Um, whereas I, on the other hand, was uh, playing in my in my second week of playoffs because the first week it was this guy ranked number eight playing top seed number one and kicking his ass yep so i was like woo yep he beat chad and then this week we as we know last week he's playing my wife so this he week, played susie i played susie and the final result well it uh it wasn't good it wasn't it was an utter thumping one of the biggest thumpings that we've had uh, this season. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was very, very sad. I, uh, what can I say? It was 84 points my way to 187. 184. 184. 184, and I had 87. Yeah. Oh, man. I got my butt kicked. We'll share the screen in a second, Dennis. You got to turn your camera off. You turn the camera off and we can share this, share our screen. But until you do that. 
So you got to go up to our stream yard there on your uh, computer. Kill that camera. Let's see if that works then. Uh, it should. I think that video screwed it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to figure that out, how to, how to share that again. Oh, no, that's it. You got to click share screen. Look at us. Technology. And then pick the one you want to share. Yeah. Not that one. You picked the wrong one. Oh, Dennis. Share screen. Oh, okay. Then minimize that and let's see what happens. All right. Nope. Minimize it. There we go. Here we go. Some technical difficulties. Yeah, a little technical difficulties. So there we go. The dirty boys got their ass handed to them. By Susie's awesome O's. Sushi's awesome O's. Dennis's wife kicked my ass. She's proud of herself, but, you know, she can be. You got to let these women have it every now and then. Oh, look, she's even commenting. Yeah, she's commenting <laughs> on your technical dif difficulties. Yeah, yeah. And then the, in the other game, we had my brother, Choctaw Chuck, losing to Matt and Belkar's Bitterleaf. And 153 to 116. So we've got uh, Susie and Matt playing for the Super Bowl champion. And who and am I playing? You I'm are playing, playing Scott for third place. Is this Scott? Yep. Chuck Tall Chuck. Yep. Why is he called Chuck Tall Chuck if his name's Scott? Because that's what, he's, what he calls him because his wife's Chuck Tall Chick. And he's a Green Bay Packer fan too. What is with you people? What do you mean? It's born. It's born. Born into the blood. It's in oh, the blood. Jeez. So anyhow, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out on top this week coming up. I just feel it in my bones, so I'll at least be third place. Oh, sounds like a direct challenge. I, I have a feeling Susie's gonna blow it and lose to uh, Bitter Leaf and be a little second place. She's not gonna win the big game. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> so my my brother texted and he goes. Fun fact: According to Elisa, three or four Turners have made it to the championship game of fantasy football. Can anyone guess who did not make the championship? It's like the Sesame Street always said: one of these things is not like the other. Yep, oh. that is me this year. I I have no excuses. That's hard. worst year I have ever had. And you know what? It's bound determined to happen. Everybody's going to have a bad year once in a while. It's true, and everybody has a good year, like the Browns. We'll yeah, get the, we'll get to the pro stuff in a bit. Yeah. So now that we got fantasy football out of the way, we can talk about look at them cowboys. Look at them boys. For my boys stepping up two weeks in a row. First the Bengals, now the Niners. Five and nine, baby. We are on a tear. Wow. Dallas won six of their last seven games versus San Francisco. We are on a tear. We're in second place in the NFC East. Woo! At five and nine. At Woo! five and nine, second but place. You're still within striking distance of getting into the playoffs. I know. We're in second place. We just got to get the get Washington to blow it. Yeah. We need to win. Yeah. Two, and then two tough, tough things we right got, now. We got, yeah, I know. We got two games <laughs> left in the season. So you never know. Cowboys could squeak in as a, you know, into the playoffs. And uh, 
fourth place, and next thing you know, run the table and go right to the Super Bowl and crush the Chiefs. Yep. <laughs> and then I woke up. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Well, onto the Packers and Ugh. the Packers once again. It 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 was uh, it was solid. It was fun. You know, twenty four to sixteen, the Packers go to eleven and three. Um, we play the Titans this week, which is going to be a, a it's going to be Titans a really tough good. game. Titans They're a real good, good right? team. Yeah. Yep. Titans are in the yep. Yeah. So that game could go either way, and then we finish the season <laughs> off playing Wait, the Bears. Where at? Where's the Titans game at? Uh, I think it's at Lambeau. Oh, I think you'll have a. Well, there's that. no crowd, so I mean, it's it's literally that playing is so in, sad too, uh, man. I, I mean, watched the oh, I, I was watching the Panthers game, and I'm just looking at the long shots going. That is just so damn pathetic. You won't even let like five thousand people in. I know it was just like five thousand. They're, they're kicking a field goal, and and you basically see nothing. Just it is so ridiculous. But it's ridiculous. So I home field advantage really doesn't mean a whole lot of anything. So. In the, for the playoff run in the AFC, you know, uh, they had a big upset last night. You know, Pittsburgh Steelers lost to Cincinnati. <laughs> so that allowed the Bills to move up to second. So I thought the Steelers would lose three in a row. I know, after starting out perfect with 11 straight. So you know, we got the Bills in second place. Go Bills. I, you know, I still predict it'll be a KC. Uh, I you know as much as it pains me to say KC Packers Super Bowl with KC on top. Yeah, and I, I would love to see that to replay Super Bowl one, but obviously with the same results as Super Bowl one. See, we don't need this kind be, of hate. I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this kind of hate in my life. No, Michael, it's fine. You can post whatever you want. We don't censor anybody. No. Even if it is talking about oh, but he's a Giants fan. It makes perfect sense. Oh wait, you're a Giants fan. <laughs> I think you're in third or fourth place in the NFC. So shut your mouth. Well, Moving on. Speaking of which, let's just take a look at. Oh, oh look at that. Man. Packers still sitting in there. We we do have a tiebreaker with the Saints, even if they we do lose this week and they would win. Um, and there's there's Washington. Washington sitting there in the playoffs. Six, and, six eight. and eight. All so they have to do is win. Yeah, the big thing is I, I don't remember who they play. I don't really care because whoever's in that fourth place spot, they're not running the table. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. So it's it's a done thing Yeah. for that. So it's going to be a fun last couple of weeks of football. We thought we'll fill out fantasy football this next week. We'll see who wins. And, hey, we, we the playoff picture is starting to take shape. So it'll be pretty fun to see it. My money is on this guy, fantasy football, being in third place. That's all I'm saying. Third oh, place. sounds like a challenge to me. It's third place. All right. Well, it's Tuesday. As we all know, comics, except for DC stuff, don't come out till Wednesday. But because of the internet, we can still do our weekly segment of what did the boys get? Because we know what's in our poll box. Right. We just won't be getting it until tomorrow. But that's okay. With technology. We can go into the future. So let's see. First off, we're going to start with me because you have a light week. I have a very light week. I'm getting one book this week. I'm getting King in Black, number two. Uh, Donnie Cates, Ryan Stegman. I like the writing. I like the art. The first issue ended on a really good cliffhanger. Um, I know it ties into other books. I'm not getting the tie-ins. I'm just getting the main series. Uh, so hopefully I won't be lost when I pick up issue two tomorrow. 
uh, I guess we'll find out. If I'm a little lost, I might have to uh, go back and uh, get some tie-ins. But I like it so far. So that's uh, that's it. That's my week. My week is one book, but it's good timing because Christmas is this week. And uh, yeah. if Santa's good to me, I'll be getting some stuff from uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, I've got a few books on the list. Not my normal um, array. Uh, Dune comes out, uh, The House of Atreides. So again, you know, I've I've I didn't get two, and I'm I'm trying to figure out. I was going through my book, so I, I've got that uh, being pulled for me. You know, so what? I'll get caught up with that, but I can't wait. You know what that cover though just reminds me of? The movie? No, <laughs> it reminds me. So there's this movie. I guess you'd call it a B a B horror movie that came out. And I can't remember the name of it, but the basic gist is this high school girl, once she hit puberty or whatever, she gets teeth in her bits oh. and pieces. Oh, oh, I have no idea. And she kind of goes after, you know, the oh. boys that weren't too nice to her. Oh, and, that, and she wow. gets her, she gets her teeth no. and her, mm -mm. her, her, no. you know. Here I thought you were going to say tremors. She gets her teeth know. in her mm. in this spot, mm -mm. you know. And she goes after the boys, but that cover, that cover just makes it look like the opposite. It looks like some dude's thing that just opens up and has teeth. Yeah, no, I, I was totally going with tremors. I had no idea you were going there. So you never know. No, I don't. No, I don't. Uh, Excalibur comes out this week, and you know that's been uh, pretty solid. Looks like uh, uh, another. I'm liking where the story's Wait, going. Wait, hold on. New, news interruption. Breaking news. Jennifer's body. I believe we found the name of the movie. Is it Jennifer's Body? We'll have to Google that and find out. Michael, if you're at a computer, <laughs> you could Google that for sure and oh dump my. the question marks and help us out. Wow. Try wow. and do a show here, Jennifer's buddy. Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's <laughs> Body. Uh, Firefly. Woo! Yeah. What Look, issue number is that? That's number one. Oh, it's a new Blue number Sun one. Blue Sun Rising, so it'll be Let's interesting see to see where, where they're going to take uh, – Take uh, the show. I, I I've liked even though the show's not going. I'm a brown coat at, at at heart. I've I've liked where the comics have went and where they've taken it. It's been solid writing. So hopefully this is going to be another interesting um, another interesting episode. And then my my off pick of the week, Gloomhaven, the Fallen Lion. It's based off. It's a one shot. It's based off of there's. Um, a game, a board game out there that I have never played, and I have been told it is seriously one of the most fun board games out there. It's very D&D-ish. Um, obviously, you can even see it. They're going into the Sleeping Lion. You know, it looks good, so I'm just going to give it a shot. It's a one-shot. I kind of wanted to, uh, I mean, I, I discovered the game through you, but I'm just curious, once again, kind of what the insides look like because with covers – you know, being done by different people these days and stuff that doesn't, you know, yeah. if the insides look like that, awesome. I don't yeah. think they will. Source Point Press is the one putting it out. So, you know, they're a, a small indie company. So let's see what they got to do. We're going to give them a shot. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So that's it for the new, for, for the new books for the week. Yeah. So the, we, we've got to talk about what everybody's been talking about this week. So we've got, chapters 15 and 16 to discuss the Mandalorian. Yes, we do. So chapter 15 was the believer and they have to make their move against the empire. 
and the Mandalorian needs the help of an old enemy. And they yes, go and does. find Mayfield. Bill Burr's character, who yep. is just, I mean, Bill Burr, for one, if you don't know who he is, he's a stand-up comedian. He's one of the funniest ones out there right now. Um, so definitely check out his stand-up. But who knew he had acting chops? Uh, I mean, he's great. His character's fantastic. I'm glad they brought him back. Yep. 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 So it, it's very interesting. They they have to go pull him out. He's in he's in prison, obviously, from earlier in the season. Yep. And um, they have to use him, and he want he gets a reduced sentence if he winds up, you know, helping them track, you know, Moff Gideon's ship. And they've got some really cool, you know, they pull him out. They're in Slave One, uh, flying around in the ships, and then they wind up. Uh, you know, getting in their Boba Fett's, you know, they're, they're oh, trying yeah. to find everything. Um, they've got the crew kind of together. Um, they have to break in. Sense. Yeah. It, this is, this was a very interesting uh, episode as it went around. Um, they wind up having to break out. They're getting chased by TIE fighters and okay. just some of, I you know, yeah, I, I love Boba Fett's ship. It is just so cool because of how it rotates and stuff for when it lands. Yeah. And then when it goes into the air and the, like the main hub part rotates again. And I think it was this episode where it was, yeah, it was this episode where they actually showed him sitting in it. And you can see like through the windows it rotating and stuff. Um, it's just such a cool design. It is. And, you know, compared to, you know, you know, where you, where you saw him in Empire Strikes Back and then, you know, Return of the Jedi. Um, you know, they, they made the ship look great. You know, it's older. They've, they've given it character. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. We, we get introduced to a new weapon here that he drops. And it winds up expanding outward. It's just, it's just really cool. This is the empire base, um, that winds up, uh, that having to go in. They're being chased by, uh, some type of pirates, robbers are trying to blow up the ore and everything like that. Um, pretty cool. Lance Footer says it looks like C-3PO face on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yep. That's a good point. Um, I liked it when they were going in. That's when they, um, that's when it was uh, Mando and Bill Burr's character driving side by side. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it was the first time that we've seen the Mandalorian. He had to wear a different, different, uh, helmet. different helmet. And, you know, because he hasn't been allowed to take off his helmet the whole time. Well, in order to access the computer frame, the mainframe that he got into, he required a retinal scan, which means he's somehow tied into the Empire because it recognized his right. facial recognition. And it's probably because, you know, he, he must have had ties to him in the past. But we get to see him, and there's Pedro. He takes his helmet, but he's quiet. He does. He's quiet. He doesn't talk, really. Just takes the helmet off, but then he's just zipping his lip. So. Yep. Yep, so we finally get to see him. Pedro's happy because he gets a little little bit of a, a FaceTime. They wind up finding, um, you know, the kid. And, you know, Moth Gideon's got him. And they wind up having the Dark Sword. There it is. Yep, the Dark oh, Sword. Oh, yeah. And we all know in, if you control the Dark Sword, you control Mandalore to rule it. So very cool. He winds up, Gideon winds up lying, saying, here, just take the kid. I've got what I need. We'll just go our separate ways. 
And as soon as Mando turns his back, he att he attacks him. Well, this was in that was in the last episode. Yeah, it was in fifteen. No, it wasn't. It was in mm -hmm. sixteen. Mm -mm. What? Oh, yeah, you're right. That came up. Yeah, it was in sixteen. That was in episode sixteen. Dennis is jumping ahead of the gun. Yeah. Yeah, that was in sixteen. So that's okay. We'll be talking about sixteen as well. Yeah. So it wind up being a good episode. Um, yeah, I did. It wound up popping up. Uh, the Believer, great episode uh, on the CGC scale. You know, it was solid. It advanced it. I, I'm giving it a 9.0. Oh, yeah, easily. I, I'll go 9.2. I thought it was really good. I love seeing, um, I love seeing, you know, Pedro, honestly. Yeah. I mean, look, I get it. You're not supposed to take your helmet off, Mandalorian, blah, blah, yada, 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 whatever. But come on, man. Give the actor some face time, would you? Well, that's, so. that's what they did. They they got it. They got it in, and he he want he wants it getting it in both episodes uh, consecutively at the end. Right. You know, and I, I hope he kind of goes back to not doing it because that is just a, a very interesting. Well, I, I think if they, I mean, if every season's eight episodes, I think if they do it once a season. Yeah. You know, for part of it, I think that's fine. Yeah, as long you know, as it just it, as long as it makes sense, and they made it make sense, you know. And right, and, and the believer, he had to take it off. He had no choice. He had to take the helmet off, so he did, you know. And well, we're getting to episode sixteen, chapter sixteen. Yep, and that goes into it's called the rescue, That's chapter right. sixteen, the Who rescue. Could they be rescuing, I wonder. Yep, they make it up. They have to go up to the ship, and I am just going to tell you up front. This is hands down my favorite episode of all time of this, and really some of the absolute best Star Wars, maybe in the last 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't tell me you didn't get choked up, though. It was, yeah, come on. If you didn't, you're a robot. I'm a robot. I didn't get choked up. My Seriously? daughter's like, how is that not choking you up? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's not Star Trek too sad. But it, it 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 was it was very emotional, you know. Seriously, it was good. I mean, I thought it was the best episode. I thought it was fantastic. Yep, yep. So they finally get up there, and lo and behold, there's this awesome battle scene. There, they they've taken the bridge. They've got everything, and you know the dark troopers. You know, I think we've got a. Let's just let's show it. Yeah, this we, is we just, got a nice little video here. We this just is just to too good not to show. Give me one second here as I move the mouse. Crush them like a tin can. That's just awesome. That was so. That was my favorite. But see, you—he went through dark troopers like like a hot knife through butter. But see, I never keyed in on the fact that it was Luke. Are you a Jedi? I am. With the green lightsaber. I love that. Look at him. I'm with you. He wants your permission. He is strong with the Force. A talent without training is nothing. I will give my life to protect him. Look at that little guy. But he will not be safe until he masters his abilities. Oh my God. That is just so good. Yep. Yep. That scene, I mean, when it went up to it to see. Mark Hamill, you know, we were sitting there when they, the X-Wing flies in, and my wife was like, who's that? And then, you know, they make the comment, oh, a single X-Wing come to save us. Oh. I didn't. 
I didn't know it was Luke then. I kind of, I got well, you guess. I, I guess, I guess, but I was like, you hope. Is it? I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Because I did. I thought, well, okay, it's a single X-wing. It could be Luke, but are they really going to do that with the CG face and stuff? But then, like I said, you see his green lightsaber, and that didn't cue me in, honestly. But what did is I saw the one hand that was flesh, and in yep. the other hand, it was gloved. And as soon as I yep. saw the gloved hand, I was like, I told my daughter, I said, that's Luke Skywalker, because yep. he's got that fake hand. Yep. And that's how I knew it was Luke. So my wife's like, well, how my, Mark's kind of old to be doing it for this period. I'm like, aha, <laughs> maybe they're going to do the Princess Leia or you know, the Tarkin, you know, and they did, they, they CG'd him. They used another actor's body. Yep. They CG'd and, and Mark Hamill came in and voiced over everything and they CG'd his face on there. I mean, what an absolute tribute. It was just absolutely phenomenal. Just an absolutely great job. Yeah. I mean, fan, they gave what all the fans wanted that Luke Skywalker to actually have a great scene that meant so much. They, they, they knocked it out of the park. But the question is, next season, I think they cast somebody and get rid of that CG face. And obviously, which we've all seen memes on the internet of Sebastian Stan from Winter Soldier fame next to pictures of young Mark Hamill. And if you give him the right haircut and stuff, it works. I just don't know if Disney would do that because those are like if if Sebastian, if they were to do it i think it'd be tough because if sebastian stan was on some other disney thing not even a series but just like let's just say he played winter soldier in a movie and that was it i could see it but because they're doing the falcon winter soldier show it's two tv and shows it's two, it's two big tv shows yeah and you're gonna be going oh it's the winter soldier oh now he's this and it's gonna to me at least it would be hard to disassociate one from the other yeah you know I'd always be looking at him as Luke Skywalker going, dude, that's Winter Soldier. Where's your metal arm? Yep. So. Yep. I will say this. Um, I, I wound up, we wound up getting in a phone call and we wound up pausing it. I didn't know there was an after credit scene. And oh, then right. my wife's like, there's like six and a half minutes left. She goes, is there something after? I'm like, I don't have no idea. So when the phone call ended, we just continued to watch through the credits and all of a sudden, bam, there it is. An absolute great thing, the book of Boba Fett. And there's been rumors it was coming out. And then to see him come in, go back to Jabba's palace, walk in, take him out, and sit on the throne. Yeah, that was just absolutely wonderful. And then Fennec is sitting there drinking her blue alcoholic liquid. Yeah. Just, just great. That means we've got... Another show that we're all looking forward, and I'll be interested to see where they go with no, this. Until December, though, a whole year. I know, December of 21. Makes me question if the new Mandalorian season will drop in October or November, because I can't see them doing both the same month. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense. No. They do both the same month. So I wonder if they'll drop Mando in October Yeah, or not. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. CGC rating? Oh, 9.8. 10.0. 10 10.0. was absolutely Man. perfect. If you disagree with me, throw a, a comment down there. But 
this is as mint and perfect as as an episode got for me. It was just truly incredible. I uh, I'm going nine point eight because I didn't cry. It didn't get me to cry. <laughs> Din, do the gooch. No, Scott. Nope, that got retired years ago. <laughs> oh, well, we tried. Fear here. I figured you were gonna chime in on the Mando. Um, yeah, you know, if if it just tugged at the heartstrings a little more, maybe if I actually saw a tear go down Mando's maybe face. Maybe if you remembered Empire Strikes Back, if you could go back that far, you 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 would have gotten it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah. That okay. Was great. So moving on from Mandalorian. Every now and then, Dennis watches a movie and says, you got to watch this. And I mean, I do the same to him. In fact, the two movies we're talking about, basically, is that's how it turned out. The first one we're going to talk about is a little ditty. In fact, you should do the honors because you were the one telling me to watch it. So my wife picked this out on a complete whim. She wanted a Christmas movie. We were going through movies. And I saw this one called Santa Jaws. We, we had to watch it. Um, I actually texted my, my brother because he is so big into sharks. I'm like, dude, we're actually going to watch Santa Jaws. And he went back. He goes, yeah, Lisa just said, by the way, we've already seen it. I'm like, of course, because they've seen all the Sharknados, any of the shark movies. Well, we had to watch this. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, that movie poster, <laughs> that movie poster shark. I'm trying to do something here. That movie poster shark looks more realistic than the shark in the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, the shark in the movie, go ahead to the next slide. The shark in the movie really is, like, if this was 1976, (laughs) I'd be like, look at those effects. It's probably the same shark from Jaws. It probably is. And all they did was put some nice candy drop eyes for eyes. Even the water around him looks bad. You know, because you just know, like, at least in Jaws, it was there. I think it's not there. I don't think it is. I mean, I do know there's a company in, uh, I, I do know there's a company in, in L.A. that, may, you know, does props and stuff for movies. Courtney and I were watching it. It was on Sci-Fi a couple of years ago. They spotlighted the company and did a TV show around it. And they do make um, stuff like this. So that very well could be pra- a practical effect right there. Yep. But there were obvious ones in the movie where you're like, fake, awful CG, looks like it came out of, I mean, for God's sake. It's a B-movie, you over-critical artist. Video games have better graphics for the love of God. But this is obviously a low-budget movie. But with that being said, this was a fun, fun movie. The premise of it is, a boy doesn't want to do the Christmas stuff with his family. No. Fa- grandfather gives him a magical pen and winds up creating a comic book. Names him Santa Jaws. Well, he he actually, so he created, hold on, we got a comment from your wife. Let's see what Susie's saying. Best Christmas movie ever. Might replace I Heart. <laughs> what is she smoking when you're not at home? Is she... Susie, put the crack pipe down. It was a fun movie. Not, not Die Hard uh, quality. But. So the boy... Here's what I liked about it. There's scenes inside a comic shop. The boy's an artist, like Dennis said. He gets this magical pen from his grandfather. At this point, he's already created the comic. Like the, the movie starts with a scene of the boy, his friend, and the boy, you know, he's a teenager. He's like 15, 16. His friend and the comic shop owner, and they're talking, and he works at the comic shop, and he's working on his comic, Santa Jaws. 
Well, he gets grounded for drawing a cartoon of his principal and putting it on the internet. Um, so his mom grounds him. So that night he takes the magical pen that he gets from his grandfather. Of course, he doesn't know it's magical. And he starts inking in a new drawing of Santa Jaws. And that's what makes Santa Jaws come to life. He does. He creates it out of magic. magic. And Santa Jaws starts eating everybody, uh, literally, in, in the family. Um, they wind up, you know, they wind up. It's great. They're, he's in the comic book shop. The whole thing was he wanted to head down to the comic book shop because they had a big party thing going on. And he got grounded, wasn't allowed to go into it. They need to fight it because they, they, they're eating people and they know it. And they realize that the Santa Jaws is like eating people. And right. he's got Christmas lights on him. And he gets in the propellers and the Christmas lights do that it, it winds up being just absolutely awesome because the comic book store, he, they were like, we need to go down and fight him with something. And this just tells me it's a great comic book store. The guy who owns weapons. it. He's got, he literally points to the case and it's dark. So you don't, you don't see what's in it. He flips on a light, you know, there's spears and bows and crossbows. And <laughs> the comic book store has got weapons, which of course he gives to the kids right. to go down and, and use it. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. So they go down and they start fighting it. He's got the girlfriend who he had given the comic book. She had just moved in across the street. So he's got a bit of a love interest and everything on it. Um, oh, that you know, just great stuff. They wind up, he winds up drawing with his magic pen and you know, basically shoots a thing at the shark and he uses it to start impaling people with it. I it's know, great. Here, let's show, let's show you a little bit of this good, good be. And by the way, this is on YouTube for free. So if you really want to watch this movie, it's on YouTube. How did you watch it again? Was it Amazon Prime? Or uh, this was Netflix. Remember. I think was it was Netflix? on Netflix. It's either Netflix or Prime. It's either Netflix, Netflix, or Amazon Prime. It's definitely on YouTube for free. <laughs> Let's just show you a little bit of this glorious Santa Jaws. Get into and they have to wrap their weapons in Christmas stuff to make the weapons effective against Santa Jaws. So a spear not wrapped in Christmas lights won't do a damn thing. Oh yeah. Chuck that spear. Oh, yeah, right in. Oh, trying to blow him up with ornaments. Uh-oh. Oh, let's see this real quick. Hold on now. Hold on now. This is good stuff. Oh. oh see the Christmas lights? That was amazing. And there goes... There goes the friend. <laughs> so here's oh. the weapons at the comic book store. Best comic book shop owner. Sorry, everybody out there. But if you put weapons like that in your store, I, I would give you accolades. Too. See, and here's the thing. This was, I, I'm, I'm assuming this was filmed in, in California. I'd love it if they actually went to a real comic shop and didn't just make one, you know, you know build a set. It would have been cool if they went to a real shop. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it, it really would have been cool. Uh, I mean, this this right here, at least I give them credit right here. We got a full screen net, baby. See if you can blow that up some, too. Uh, at least I can give them credit right here for ripping off Jaws. 
But I mean, even in this crap still frame, it's like real person. Somebody's probably holding your legs down here, here wearing a green suit so they can scrub them out. And then this computer thing here, which. Oof. Because only <laughs> Christmas stuff affects him and hurts him. So like she takes out an eye with like a sharpened candy cane. And while she's in the water, it's great. And she's holding it up. Yeah, this is, oh, this is just good stuff. Yeah, it's, you know. It, it was an hour and a half, so it's not a big time commitment. If you like B movies, then you'll like it. I mean, it was fun. And especially for me, being a comic book artist, having that comic book bit in there, watching the kid do a little bit of scribbling. Yeah, the kid was better than I was at 16, that's for sure. This is no means a great, huge movie that everybody needs to run out and see. Yeah. But I will say this on the CGC scale, just because of its. It's fun oh, value and wait. stuff that they went. I, I'm giving it a 5.5. It was a oh. solid watch. It was an enjoyable watch um, for what it is, which is a I, B movie. I got to be honest. I thought you'd go higher than that. Yeah, was, I thought you'd was, go around se seven or seven five. I, I'm I going. That much. I'm going a flat four. Oh, flat four. Flat four point oh on this baby. I so can't. that was that was my fun pick of the week out of the blue. Then Andy came up with a movie and said, hey, this is the one we're going to watch. So we wound up watching Second, starring Ryan Phillippe and Casper Van Dien. And this I was excited about because I love Casper Van Dien, you know, especially all the way back from Starship Troopers. That oh, yeah. was, you know, so I was like, hey, this actually had, it had a really decent trailer to it. Looked like a good, you know, solid action scene. Well, I was very excited to, to see this movie. Let's look at let's we're going to show you the trailer. Oh, so check out the trailer and we'll comment over the trailer because the trailer does, um, you know, I'd say it, it, it does a good job of uh pulling you in. You know, it looks like a it looks like a movie that you see in theaters. So everybody out. When's your doctor camp? I guess when he gets here. I did think that kid was a little old to me, right? No, nice kid. You need to do this every time. Nope, but you're not Miss Walker's regular driver. I'm impressed. Oh boy, he just looks—he just looks like a badass. That dude doesn't age. No. Yeah, I remember Casper yeah. playing Tarzan a long time ago. Is that your girl? No, it's Aaron Walton, Justice Walton's are Like Supreme Court Justice Walton. Now that's really, come on, look at that. They're father and son. He just ages really, really, really well. I guess. Look, at, I mean, look at Casper. He doesn't look any different. No. Did you say your driver was new? Yeah, why? Maybe we should call your dad and make sure. See, so far it looks good though. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. And I like. I'm Ryan starting to get good. a Chuck Norris vibe to this. See, I'd go even higher than that. Even the bikes don't. I know. This trailer looks awesome, but that that fireworks explosion was a sign. Meaning Aaron alive, but you and I will shoot on sight. I don't know. This looks like a solid, decent budget movie from, from this trailer. Oh, no, no. No, I, I think it looks good. We're not talking blockbuster, but well, this looks like it has potential. It did its job. It's too bad we didn't meet under different circumstances. Oh. Could have been friends. 
that's the line right there. Too bad we didn't meet under different circumstances. We could have been friends. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That looked good. So I, he was like, this is the movie we're going to watch. So it winds up being, it starts off innocent enough. You know, it looked pretty no, innocent. No, no. You know, when, it, when, when the girl in college, you know, and she has to check out, they set it up fine. No, that's fine. But the very, be so they, they, they did one of the startings where it basically had a prologue with Ryan Phillippe and his partner driving to, uh, was that a senator they were going to, to pick yes. up? Going to pick up a senator. It's in California. They're going to pick up a senator, right? And so obviously they're, you know, uh, the secret service type guys, whatever. So they're driving there and they're chatting and stuff. And then they would cut back to the Senator in his office. Who's being interviewed by somebody. So that's all fine. I have no problem with any of this. And then it just goes back to them in the car and they're still Ryan Phillippe and his partner driving there. And it cuts back to the Senator and Ryan Phillippe's bursting in the door and he's like, there's a bomb threat. We got to go. And I'm like, wait, did I miss something here? What did I miss? There's got to be, there, did they take something key out? So then anyhow, there's just this whole dumb thing with the Senator. And that's where you see those really crappy car explosions come into play. Cause that was the thing. Those car explosions, they show two cars hitting each other. I don't mind two cars hitting each other and then, you know, bursting into flames. I don't even mind the two cars hitting each other, you know, sideswiping T-boning and, and exploding. But when an explosion looks like shitty fireworks, <laughs> that's where you, that's where I step off the train and I go, yeah. For, for they, a man they did who not so spend money on of this. Santa Jaws, you know, the special effects wound up not being very good. The acting was not very good. It was good in places. Th 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 that's just it. And the fight scenes, it had a moment. And then you got pulled out of the moment. Then it had a moment. What well, had then you got pulled out of the moment? The fight scenes had. It was like a mix of choreography. It's like they got a choreographer for some fight scenes that does fight scenes in you know really good movies today. But then it looks like they got a choreographer that did fight scenes from the seventies to step in for some of them, where the things are so choreographed. And so slow, even it's not even funny. And you're just like, wait a second, why didn't you stick with the better choreographer? What did your budget run out? And you were like, oh crap. Again, hey, in hey, part, your, your they brought Chuck a... Norris in. He and because everything was good when Chuck Norris is there, and then they couldn't afford him, so they sent him away, and they picked up a guy from the local dojo. Right. And it it this this movie was all over the place. Um. Uh, like I said, it didn't even come close to the hype. I was very sad. Like I said, like Casper Van Dien, uh, I'm here to help. And I think this movie needed a lot of help. Oh yeah. Um, it isn't very often where I, I'm going to sit down and look at a movie and go, you know, don't know if I ever have to see, see that one again. Um, but, but this is definitely, yeah, I'm glad I watched it once just so we could talk about it. I mean, this is brutal. I'm going to put it didn't end great. It didn't finish great. I'm I'm going to say skip this one. I would say don't even watch it for a rental, but it is free. 
Well, so, no, it was on Netflix. That's what I'm saying. It's free. It's not free. Well, you don't have Netflix. Everybody just thought it has Netflix. And if you don't, I bet you'll find it on YouTube soon that enough. That dude living in a refrigerator box does not have Netflix. But probably, probably has YouTube. Probably. Yeah. I uh, I was watching it on my Cintiq, which is my drawing tab. Or I was watching it on my computer while I was drawing on my Cintiq. So I could just look up and watch while I was drawing. And... Um, that's about the only way I could watch it. I, I because I I got something done while it was on. Now if I sat down at like eight o'clock at night and watched this, yeah, I would have had that feeling that you get when you walk out of a movie that's bad and you go, well, that's two hours I'll never get back. I, I was a captive audience. I didn't have that luxury. I I should have probably pulled up a game and done something in, in the meantime. So I think we can skip it. I'm going to give the CGC rating. I'm going to give it a three. Oh, you're generous. Um, before I tell you my rating, I tried talking my buddy Bart Sears into watching it. He started watching it. Ten minutes later, I got a ping on Skype, and he said, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. So uh, I, I can understand that. So, But anyhow, my CGC rating is a two. I just uh, – You've you've got to be now, did with you hear, all the content that's out there. Yeah, you are scra you are just scraping. Yeah. So I I was gonna say so when I saw Bart Happy Birthday Bart by the way um, I saw him the other day they when they were uh, skyping he he did mention you know I did mention to him Santa Jaws it was better so I'll be curious that's to true. see if Bart Bart watched Santa I'll have, Jaws. I'll have that. to ask you'll him have if to you ask Santa Jaws. Look at Susie chimed in here. Look at this crap. No dedication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, I will I will say this, you know, that that's over. There's a movie that we were really wanted to go, uh, that we were gonna go to the theater to see. And it, it got pulled out. So one of the things that we are gonna do is we are um, we're gonna we're gonna watch Fat Man. And which looks like it's a very interesting uh, movie. There's a there's a there's a kid who um, um, he's not a very nice boy, and he winds up putting a kid out on Santa Claus because he gets coal for Christmas instead of what he asked for. Yeah. Now the great thing is the uh, Santa Claus is played by Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson. <laughs> and he looks great. And of course, the assassin who they've sent on him is who? Walton Goggins. Mr. Goggins himself. When you say we justified uh, unicorn, he is just awesome. We say we watched a little bit of the trailer. I, I think we need to because th this looks like a good movie. All right, we're gonna watch some of the trailer with you guys for Fat Man. Not your average Christmas movie. That's my tagline, by the way. Uh, if the movie company would like to use it, I'll let them have it for free. I, I bet they have their own taglines. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> Sabon Films, too. I know, I did. I loved it. <laughs> I just love this. Maybe it's time I retired the cult. Do you still have it? That's, that's Mrs. Crindle. Dear rifle, put two holes in the sleigh of one of it just looks interesting. Dude, it just looks it's badass Santa. Not bad Santa, that was a funny like to your services. This is one time deal, gentlemen. Or you might come 
Nicole and the kids are well out. There you go. That's true. That's the job. I'm lucky to kill Santa Claus. I'm lucky for the fat man. Oh, I'm lucky for the fat man. This is what people actually think of me. Christmas is a farce. I'm a joke. What's the purpose of your busy? I'm thinking. I'm going to kill some things. There is a rising number of our youth making poor decisions. <laughs> Big man's head. So it's rock. They hold. You don't want his beard. I'm not shaving off the dead man's beard. Why <laughs> <laughs> elves live much longer than humans? Chris, you know what to say? <laughs> no, it's a giving that keeps him young. Elk and seltzer in a shot. Mm. Oh, come for your hands, right man! <laughs> <laughs> Love that. This definitely does not look like a rated G movie, but no, that this is... look, what an interesting take for a Christmas movie. So, phenomenal. I know our next uh, our next broadcast will be after Christmas. Yep. We will have to have, have watched this, so we will review this for our little post-Christmas cheer. That's right. A little fat man review for you guys. I love Mel Gibson, uh, Walton Goggins. I discovered him in The Shield on FX. Oh, oh God, 20 years ago. He's another one in age as well. Yes. And that was like 20 years ago. Yes, and I think his hairline looked just about just the same. Just the same, yeah. You know, he hasn't changed much. Um, and now he's in a show called The Unicorn, which is a you know it's a sitcom. Or, Started watching that. It's funny. It's great. It is really funny. And it takes place in North Carolina. Uh, it, it takes it place right around Raleigh, I believe, because the season I'm on, um, one of the wives, I can't remember her name, but she just got accepted to, uh, I believe, Piedmont Yeah, and, and she's they talk so about they, Greensboro. They talk about and, driving, yep. how far she has to drive and stuff. Yep. It's a really fun show. It shows a different side to Walton Goggins, a comedic side, which he's you know just not usually known for. He's known for what you saw in the fat man trailer. He's a bad guy. He usually plays a bad, a bad guy, guy and plays him well. So a unicorn, he's a widower. Well, anyway, with that being said, we will review that uh, next time. Yeah. So everybody have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, one and all. And we'll see you in a week. Remember, YouTube, Dennis and Andy show. Like our channel. Subscribe to our channel. Share our channel. And before we go, one last thing to share. You might be looking at the bottom of our, of our screen going, please back First Man on Indiegogo. Andy will love you more than you know. And I will. But let's, let's just show what I'm asking you to back, people. I mean, come on now.
this is it. This is my Indiegogo campaign for my creator-owned book, First Man. Let's check out the video, shall we? First Man, you know the drill. A college kid is imbued with great power. Yeah, he, he likes is. it. Penumbra has other plans and hands and livers him to minds. A 464-page action-packed comic book hearkening back to the glory days of Marvel Comics, only on Indiegogo. Yep. So there you go. First man, it's my comic book. I've, you know, I've been in the business for 30 plus years working for Marvel, DC, Image, you name it. I've probably drawn for him. Branching out, doing my own thing. First man's a character I created as a kid. I've got your original issue. You do. 64 page. Let's make this so everybody can see it. Nobody needs to see our dumb faces on the side. Oh, there it is. 64 page. Full color graphic novel, perfect bound, no staples here. Um, you know, you got the four main characters. Each character has their own bio page. If you want, if you like collecting original art, there's going to be a blank page in the book. I can either do a head sketch or a figure sketch for you. Here's some interior art from it. Oh yeah, that's what you want. You need this. You need it. You want it. You gotta have it. I get it. Um, Growing up in the 80s, we all loved the parody ads. So I did my own parody ad with First Man and the cast, Monarch and Penumbra. And that's funny. Bart Sears does a variant cover because he's a pal and I've got blackmail info on him. So he had to. <laughs> I make no bones about it. So please give it a like, give it a look, back it, support us, indie creators. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, thank you again for joining us. We are looking forward to. Day 23 tomorrow in the Marvel Advent calendar. What comic will it be? We'll find out Hopefully then. Hopefully X-Men. Hopefully. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye-bye. Until next week, grab your 3D glasses. Get your favorite comic books, roll them up, and put them in your back pocket the way you should treat comics. Throw your pigskin up on the mantle. This is Dennis. This is Andy. Later, Later friends. friends.